and you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. All right, world. I keep telling y'all, man, I get excited every time I just hold the microphone and push the record button. But this particular episode is definitely a game changer, uh, not only for me, but for you uh, guys and ladies or women who rock with me. We have a dope individual, a pro men's team owner, an entrepreneur, and a mama. World, help me welcome. <laughs> I'm gonna say this: the great R.J. White here on Why Not Sports. Welcome, Miss R.J. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. That's probably one of the best intros I've heard. So, thank you so much. Oh, <laughs> it, duck it. Hey, I, I told y'all, man. I'm, I'm just excited though. I, 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 no problem. By the way, I'm just you know when I look at my guest, I don't think I've ever had a uh, team owner of. Men's professional team, and then when I do have one, we got a sister. We have we have a, a, a woman out here, woman in sports, doing great things and being a trailblazer for uh, other women and people of color, men of color. So uh, this definitely is a, a very monumental episode for the brand. So I'm definitely excited. Thank you. I definitely appreciate you for having me. No I look forward to it. problem. No problem. So we're going we, we gonna to backtrack. I like to backtrack. I like to try to get a, a history of, of, of the guests. So in this case, RJ, were you a, a sports person growing up? You know what? I was, but I was not. Oh, okay. Do tell. <laughs> my, my heart, my heart was there. My height was there. My skills were there. But okay. my, you know, my family, they are Southern. They just were like, you know what, you are having some issues in school with your attitude, <laughs> and I want you to focus more on that. Now, my cousin, which I love her to the moon and back, her name is Zia, she was nice enough to actually talk to my parents. I was like, okay, well, she can't who, can she at least run track with me? Come on. Like, <laughs> like, you know, at least we'll keep her skills together. We right. can use her height. You know, we need her for the team. So she was probably one of the first per- first people to introduce me to actual sports, and that was cross country track. Nice. So yeah, hooping has always been in our heart. I used to be in there, all in the practices. I'm in there shooting around. They down there practicing on one end of the court. I'm shooting on the other, but I'm trying to rush and get home before <laughs> my parents beat me there. Huh. So yeah, <laughs> come on, remember them days? Or if the lights, the street lights, come on, right? Your mom's sitting there with her hand on her head. <laughs> Well, what had <laughs> happened was um, I had to. Uh, yeah, you're right. I, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> exactly. Especially my mom. She's southern. She ain't trying to hear none of it. That. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. So growing up, obviously, like you said, you know, having the athleticism and the ability to play sports. 
what got you into uh, being in sports management, so to speak, or even to be uh, uh, a team owner? And for those listeners out there, and I'll let uh, Miss RJ explain in more detail, but it's the Vipers pro basketball men's basketball team out there in gurney illinois my home state where i play high school ball so that's another reason why this is dope so if i ever okay world i'm not coming out of retirement to to, to who but if i wanted to have a one-day Aww, contract I if i wanted to have a one-day <laughs> contract to officially say yes the big homie was a professional basketball player I think my people and her people. Never mind. But anyway, so go go ahead and just kind of uh, <laughs> the listeners laughing and be like, Murph, that might have a good ring to it. But just kind of explain how did that journey work out for you, uh, uh, Miss RJ, and uh, developing into a, a, a team owner. Definitely. Well, I already knew I wanted to own a team. Like I kind of knew that at like an early age. Mm-hmm. Um, I've okay. always liked sports. I was just talking to somebody not too long ago and I was talking about Fat Lever and they was like, yes, what you know about him? Yeah. <laughs> so I was yep. like, it's around that era, you know, like I was that young. I'm watching, you know, TV, which when we had the box on the back of the TV Come on. and we were actually getting newspapers in which we read. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like I would collect those like back then, you know, the Lakers was a phenomenon and. I just always was like so like um, astonished with like, you know, the Lakers organization, mm-hmm. how they put things together. And but I always had like suggestions like, OK, I feel like if they did this, this would happen because, you know, this is the early 90s. And I'm thinking right. like, OK, they're not looking and paying attention to like this millennial wave. Right. They're still kind of in that more, you know, they were still in that 70s, 80s effect or 70s, 80s feel back then because, you know, I'm, you know, I'm an 80s baby. So yes, as, ma'am. I'm getting, yes, you know, ma'am. as I'm getting older. And watching, you know, how how sports is evolving, I started to try to figure out like a better way that I could put myself um, in a position Mm -hmm. to actually really be a team owner. I remember being a, you know, a child and I I asked my dad um, in the past, I was like, you know what? I want to own an NBA team. And he's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, well, I'm about to go to work. And like, you know, I'm going to be back. I always tell the story on all my interviews because it was the biggest impact for me and like, I just was standing there because I was just like, okay, so this is mean that I can't be an NBA team owner. Like, you know, because, you know, back then or even now, like my dad's word is law. Like, you know, my mom's is too. But, you know, when your pops on my daddy's girls, like, you know, boom. So he was like, oh, okay. So he like stopped in his tracks. He's like, okay, so this is serious, serious. Like, oh, you want to talk to me? Talk to me. Let me put my stuff down. He said, he's like, okay. Tell me all about it. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I figure if I buy the Lakers by the time I'm eight, I'm just going, I'm just going in. He's yeah. like, okay, yeah, we you know we're gonna give you some time to do that. But I do feel like it's something that you can definitely do. Even when the general managers, you know, not too long ago they did like the round table with all the owners and the managers. He's like, Man, like he watching it the whole time. He's like, Man, I really just see you on the stage like in like five, ten years, like you're gonna be on the stage. I'm telling you, I'm like, Okay, well, you know, I'm looking forward to it. We yeah. shall see. But even in the midst of in the midst of all of that, I just was like, okay, you know, I know I want to be an entrepreneur. I know I want to own a team. Like, what do I need to do? Right. And um, to the conversation, you know, that we had earlier about, you know, picking your own lane and staying in your own Mm -hmm, lane. mm -hmm. It's like I actually um, at 16, 
I started being around, you know, a lot of people trying to figure out, you know, finances, you know, owning a pro team is not cheap and it's not something that's in, you know, one dimensional. You have to have, you know, real accounting skills. You have to be able to do, you know, profit, loss, margin, marketing, all these different departments have to go into, you know, your accounting. So I actually started talking to some finance friends and they were like, okay, well, you should jump into the finance industry. This was my first business at at 16. I said, okay, well, cool, you know, like I need to figure out accounting and stuff anyway. And um, at that time frame, you know, uh, probably a year later or so, I found out I was having my daughter um, because I was a teen mom and I was like, okay, so like it's life over for me. Like, you know, I'm I'm in the office, like I'm literally already in there nervous, scared, like I'm about to be a teen mom, like I graduated from school, I'm supposed to be going, you know, to a, you know, a a D1 college. Come on. It's like what I'm supposed to do now. So I had to make the decision to uh, oppose to going on campus, taking online courses. But when I was in the doctor's office, which is this old lady, I would never forget it. I just posted about this because I posted that I had got accepted into Harvard. And I said, I am so like, I'm like frustrated. I'm scared. She's like, oh, well, you know, um, you're never going to really amount to anything now because you're going to be a teenage mom. You should you should you should never have that child. And like she just was like going in on me. I I, I still remember that. (laughs) Wow. And she was like, you're going to just be another statistics, you know, she's going to end up on the system and this, this, and that. And I said, oh, my God, like, I should cut you off, but I'm trying to be a better person. Like, right, right. So I let that be that. And that was really like fuel and motivation for me to be like, OK, you can't let people, you know, create and, you know, enigma in your head and you actually follow that. So now it's time for you to prove people wrong, you mm-hmm. know. So as I'm on this journey, I'm like, OK, so how can you own a protein? Made a couple phone calls. Talk to some um, some people in investor relations for the NBA. I'm like, okay, so I'm trying to own the NBA team. I'm sure they probably get weird calls like this <laughs> all I'm the sure. time. And dude's like, well, what's your resume? I'm like, well, I ain't got no resume. But you know, I, you know, in the past at 16, I had government contracts, 80 plus clients. So you know, I felt like I had a little bit of money back then. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, what what I need to do to buy this team? They're like, first of all. <laughs> You need six hundred million dollars. Um, okay, you don't have that. I'm gonna need you to get off our phone, and you need to build your resume. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I started looking into things like, okay, how can I build my resume? Like, I'm in school now for accounting because I knew that I needed the accounting strategies mm-hmm. enough for me to run a a real, you know, like um, legitimate NBA uh, or a basketball team. Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing that I got out of the way, um, and you know, I, I got. Um, you know, most of my college credits in uh, accounting slash computer information systems. So I said, okay, cool. Nice. Start calling around. I'm like, I need, you know, I need, I need a team. Like, I need to buy a team. So like, I, I literally, <laughs> I literally uh, seen the CBA because you know they were going, they were doing good back yep, then. Yep, I came yep. across the ABA. Yep. I came across the IBL, and there was like another um, team. It was another. Um, I forgot what it was. But they they were out there, too. So I called all four of them. You know, I always do a comparison module. So I'm doing comparison modules and I'm like, okay, so the best fit to me seems like, you know, the ABA, because, you know, I had seen that they had been around for a while, Mm -hmm. you know, according to their strategy and, um, you know, their information. It was like they were the old NBA or ABA before it turned into the NBA. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, if they were the old NBA, then they know what it takes for me to get an NBA team. That's what I was thinking in my head at the time frame. Okay. So no, after I talked to, thank you. I talked to the owner and I'm like, okay, so, you know, I'm trying to buy this team. He's like, all right, cool. You know, gave us, the, you know, gave us the ticket. I'm in Western Union. Like, I really feel like at any point that I was about to be robbed, I'm in there on the counter, like counting out cash. One of my friends, she was with me. She's like, um, I feel like you need to count a little bit quicker. All these people <laughs> are looking at us. <laughs> 
And then, like, as soon as we got done sending the money, I got a phone call and they were like, okay, well, the Western Union transaction fee was taken out of this money. And so you really haven't, you know, like, fully paid for your fee. So I had to go back and pay an additional amount of money. But once I got, like, the announcement, the information and all of that, it was like, wow, like, I actually own this team. And then, yeah, it kind of, like, took off from there. But once I got to Illinois... I just I just knew in my head I was like yeah this is gonna be like you know the biggest thing it's gonna be the next phenomenon yeah. like it's gonna be sold out I had my first game and it was nobody like all I see you know the wheat in the country movies yeah. that go across the dirt street yeah yeah and it ain't nowhere nobody in sight that was our first game and it just you know it really dawned on me it was like you know you put so much time energy and effort into the phonics of your business which you did not create was a presence for your business mm. so that's when i started you know kind of going from a different approach of marketing people feel like i've been doing marketing for years it's like no i have not done marketing for years i literally started doing marketing when i got the vipers and that's when i started you know trying to figure out like who what where when and why the crazy thing is in the past i remember reading a book on the psychology behind marketing mm -hmm. and uh marketing of the 20s 30s and 40s i was just was randomly in the library and I remember like picking up this book and I'm just like, you know, intrigued and reading it. Now, I didn't know at any point in time during that time when I got this book that I would even have anything to do with this team. And it was really crazy because like once I tied it all in together, it was like, wow. Like, and this also explains why I hated the marketing scheme for the <laughs> NBA in the 70s because it was the same as the 20s and the 30s. Oh. So, yeah. That's kind of how I got started. <laughs> wow. So a few things I want to say. Congratulations. See, I was listening. Congratulations on being accepted to Harvard. Thank you. Harvard Business School. I ain't going to the big school because I'm just like, I, I can't do it right now. I'm, a, I'm here. I'm there. I'm in this country, that country. I can't do it. So online, yeah. <laughs> well, still, congratulations. And Thank you. <laughs> no problem. And it's interesting how you knew at a young age. Like, I want to own a team. I'm going to own a team. And it's just something I'm going to get accomplished. Hell of high water. And you you did it. Yes, I did. It's crazy because it's like I still remember conversations like yesterday talking to my dad. He brings it up like all the time, too. He's like, man, I just remember like how serious you were. I remember he's like, I remember you used to cut out the newspapers. I had like collages. It was almost like I was like overly obsessed with like just like the mindset and the creative like um, backing of like the businesses because back then nobody wanted to see the B-roll footage. Right? <laughs> nobody wanted to see all the people in the back scene. It's like, oh, here they go again showing yeah. the interviews in the locker room, right? right. It's like now we want to see this stuff. And now, you know, this is what, you know, millennials are bringing into light. And even back then, I'm like, man, like, why they ain't show this scene? And why they take this scene out? Like, man, like... <laughs> So it let me know, you know, now that all of the thinking and all of the stuff that I had put together back then um, was very effective and will be very effective today. And it is because I'm working with a, a Grammy award winning producer right now that work with the um, Golden State Warriors. Look and at you. as I'm as I'm talking to him and we're putting, you know, different projects together, it's like my vision back then was perfect for what I'm trying to do right now. So 
that that is all the you know the utmost high you gotta you know thank god for stuff like that because you know he's the only one that can do that amen and we talked about creating that lane and here we got then i say world the great rj white and it's for a reason like grammy award producers linking over the (laughs) the 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 multi-champion two three four-time champion golden state warriors my point is when you have something that's that strong you might look weird or come across weird like like you said (laughs) oh man you want to own a team who does that as a teen or early 20s? Like, who does that? You need to have equity. In. Like like the young lady said or whoever you spoke to at the time. Okay, what's your resume? Like, you don't have no experience. And I kind of look back uh, at my story. I didn't have communications as a degree. I didn't have any type of radio uh, etiquette. I didn't know. I didn't have none of that. But it was like, you know, I want to start a podcast. I want to talk about sports and how it impacts your everyday life. And let me see where it go. And I was hearing, oh, it's a lot of sports podcasts. How you going to get guys who, you know, you got the ESPNs, Fox Sports. How you going to be able to do it? And like you, it was something in me that was so strong that four years strong and adding another uh, great guest such as yourself is like, huh, maybe I wasn't this psycho or crazy. These people thought I was like, yo, I got something. I think it's going to be hot. So, no. So, salute to you for uh, believing in yourself when people uh, maybe didn't uh, believe in you. Definitely. Look, same to you because look look at what you're doing now. So Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I'm, yeah, I no, I appreciate it. Most <laughs> definitely. Most definitely. And I know we're going to talk about, too, how you said having uh, a child at, at a young age or as a teenager, again, salute to you. Uh, my mom had me at 16, and I can only imagine uh, the things that were, you know, like you said, from a young lady, oh, you're going to be another statistic, this, that, and the other. How is being a mom, how is that for you? Man, I really can't even like put it in words. It's really, it's mainly just like heartwarming. Like my kids are like my motivation. Like they all are, they all have their own unique personalities. I have (laughs) five kids, by the way. Okay. And, um, you know, every, every other child is my child. I have God children, which I have a God son. He's always with me. You would think that he's my child. So I'm just always around like children, but my children in particular, like they're just, they're amazing. Like, They all have their own businesses. Like my 16 year old, she has a, a, a cell phone case company and she's made like over a thousand orders and like the time frame she's opened it. My other daughter has a candle company. She just partnered with one of the number one home decor companies in, in the US. My other daughter's creating a slime company. My son's doing YouTube. <laughs> it's like, it's crazy. My little tyke, like she is, I already know she's gonna have like a personality like her mother. Okay. So she's already around here walking and completely advanced. So. I just, you know, I, I love it. Like, it's really um, heartfelt and it gives you the opportunity just to see your creation. You know, I always ask people that don't have children, it's like, you know, is that something that was like always like a life goal? I'm not, you know, faulting anybody either, by the way, that listen to that. I just feel like you have to recreate something, you know? Yeah. It's like, man, yeah. I created that. Even yeah. if, you know, the relationships and stuff like that oh, you know, absolutely. don't pan, 
it's like you created this and I love it. You know, on the planes, we here, we're there. It's like they my they my motivation and comedians all in one. So I love it. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And that's dope. So the 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 white family, the <laughs> Miss RJ White family, I'm telling y'all better come correct because uh, they, they they business, a business family. Uh, reality TV coming soon or show you coming soon. That's so funny you said it because I've had a few content creators reach out to me. Oh. Um, I've, I've had so many people from VH1 to now, you know, YouTube all like starting to reach out in regards to you know a, what is it called a bio yeah a biopic yep, yep. i think is what it's called they're trying to do that for me in california and then you know uh just them being in our household you know for a potential youtube series i was like good luck y'all just they can go ahead and you know come along for the ride i told them my, my house is eclectic and whatever they see is whatever they don't get so yeah, that might be something you might see from us in the future. <laughs> Look at that. Boy, I'm telling y'all, I'm going to want the listeners to know, I did not know this, but based on me being in tune with the conversation and just the, the overall just respect I have for uh, for this great guest, it kind of just puts things into perspective because as a content creator, it's kind of like, hmm, what would you think would be interesting? And just hearing your story and about your family, it's like, man, that's... Yeah, we Especially <laughs> being of color. Early mornings of me trying to meditate, but I got the baby on one shoulder. On. I'm in here trying to do yoga and meditation. I'm in here burning sage. I'm in here <laughs> trying to pack packages with one child and help create candles with the other. It's like they can see all of that. Me chasing the kids around the house. Like I be in here dunking on my son. Huh. My other son think he better than me. We we gonna get him together. So yeah. There you go. It's a you know it's an eclectic you know eclectic group and we're an eclectic family so nice nice and I was gonna ask you too how do you balance all that you know what my mom is amazing now all she right. does not live here okay. okay she lives in a different state but I feel like for as long as you have your mental you can overcome any obstacle okay. so if I have any issues I have you know sisters um, even you know family people that are family that aren't even blood that I can, you know, reach out to, call, vent to, be upset with, whatever. Like, I have a really good group of people. Now, it did not start out that way, okay? Because okay? okay. I had started out being very independent, and I learned hmm. very quickly that a lot of times, you know, based off of where I come from, you just don't have a group of people that's going to support you, that you can call and vent Facts. to or ask questions to. Yeah. That's why I was really surprised when you said earlier, like, you know, everybody ain't going to have the solutions and and the answers and like that really is what you know um it, it you know it sparked for me it was like dang like i didn't have you know a group of people that i could talk to mm -hmm. i'm on a plane at an early age you know 17 18 i'm on my way to paris you know like trying to get myself together and figure out what i want to do in other countries so yeah i feel like i have a i have a really good um i have a really good group of people that uh do support my mental but when it comes down to a schedule i have a I have a really tight schedule and as you know because you met elena yes <laughs> yes the, yes she's the bulldog okay she's like look uh what's this what's that like no this not gonna work throw that out keep this like she's amazing um she's in school right now to be an attorney so like she, is, she has been yeah she has been a help so like she started from you know from the beginning and her now like going into you know like like i said law she's in here like breaking stuff down for me right now emails everything else so yeah and then you know my kids they are they're my, you know, other support system. So nice. they probably hear me vent the most. They be like, well, it's all right. It's going to be all right. Now go <laughs> to your it. room. Like, I love it. Like, ah. I love it. 
So, yeah. <laughs> and even on my platform, I, I definitely talk uh, about my kids a lot, uh, especially with my co-host, uh, Big Roy, where it's, I'm, it's like every show. It's like, yeah, this one did this, or this one heard the show and <laughs> didn't get a shout-out, so I got to make sure. So, no, it, it's just, like you said, holding you accountable. But it's a good thing because that lets you know they're watching uh, your moves and, and willing to even uh, follow your footsteps or just uh, the uh, motion of uh, succeeding is something that they see in you to where they want to do something to have uh, a very similar feeling so again kudos to you now before we go it's a couple more questions i have you had a question for me and you thought i forgot so you (laughs) was asking me about something about the game but i got so excited on my futuristic goal it's like huh so what were you gonna ask do i still play yes okay so for us like we're looking at (laughs) creating you know this like amazing team and from what i hear you know you were you know the man of your class right i mean (laughs) you know a few years ago i held it down you know (laughs) before kids you know but you know i still it's still in there somewhere deep down but I'm listening. That's so funny. No, we always like to invite people to come out to be a 13th man. So, you know, maybe we can put you on the opposite end of the court. You probably can still get some buckets on our guys or maybe vice versa. You never know. You know, if not, maybe you can hold the jersey title. All right. Maybe get you a customized Viper jersey. We're going to have to figure out what we're going to do with that. Oh, sucky. Hey, y'all. to be a part of the Viper's family. Hey, Before you hang it up, you at least got to be a Viper. You got to be a Viper at least once. <laughs> hey world, I, I think um, I think my goal on this episode has been complete. I am an official professional <laughs> basketball player. I played for the Vipers for one game, five minutes, two points, which were free throws, and I have set my happy butt down and kicked it with my kids and see, hey uh, RJ, what's a good restaurant? Because it's me. Yeah, anyway, but oh no, that's dope that's though. Hilarious. I appreciate it. You see how you, I talk about my kids, they probably looking at me like, okay, pops, it's a Friday, we trying to kick <laughs> it. So I got y'all though, but uh, but no, I appreciate that. And you definitely have my information, just let me know. It's to the point now, and I said this before whenever an opportunity, an opportunity presents itself. I would tell the job, like, yo, I'm gone. It's going to be short notice. If it's something that's going to be a game changer or something I've worked so hard to get or accomplish. So I'm just letting you know on air, even if they're listening, if Miss RJ White herself <laughs> called me and say, hey, you could be the 13th man or would you, can you be a part of this? I'm gone. <laughs> even well, on short notice. You. I've canceled a lot of my flights this year because of COVID. So I got plenty of credit so anyway i'm just being honest to let you know i'm not saying this to all for the entertainment of the show by no means that's necessary i'm being so uh, honest and speaking facts so uh i'm grinning from ear to ear um it's this is dope this is dope but enough about me we can talk about that off (laughs) off, uh, off air but the last question i have for you um what from sports did you learn or did you carry into uh, your titles? And I lied. I got one more question because you got shoes too. But what? <laughs> uh-huh, I thought, forget. I, I, I was like, I skipped that part of my notes. We still got a few minutes left, world. I told you I no get worries. excited. I lose track of time. Um, what was it about sports that you've been able to carry uh, with you or transfer over to being a mom, uh, owner of a team slash entrepreneur? 
Um, the connection in the network. Okay. Like for me, I am connected to literally legally binding connected to 12 different countries. Mm -hmm. And we are the only team in the world, as far as I know of, that have uh, 12 international alliances and connections relative to basketball, basketball improvement. Oh. And um, one team's present and uh, presence in all in all 12 states or so, to all 12 countries. So. I would say connection like you know the basketball world is it seems big but it's really small you know like you can always find um you know relative uh players yeah. or you know people that pretty much just know each other within the industry yeah. all from being connected to like the sports industry right. so that's probably the biggest thing that i learned and that i use as a ceo and that i instill that into my kids like that it's all about your network and it's all about you know presentation and making sure you don't burn bridges so mm. That's what I would say. That's good. That's good. That's good. And also, because you do have your own shoes. I wear a 14. Now, when I come <laughs> to suit up for the Vipers, I, I'm just asking. I know I'm being greedy. Yes, world. they like, Merv, you didn't. You, I ain't never heard you ask this much at one time. I'm just saying, <laughs> if someone presents an opportunity, what, what will it hurt to ask? Okay, I'm just, I'll, I'll be glad to pay for it. I said I pay for the ticket and everything else. <laughs> I just, if I have a chance to suit up and we take these dope pictures, I got exclusive kicks from the young lady on the other end with my viper jersey but anyway let's talk about your, your company uh uh and why shoes so i own zone 10 shoes it originally started out as a women's boutique um this is oh. something i created at like 17 18 okay. um and i created it because i'm tall you know i'm six four with heels come on <laughs> so it was like trying to find pants for me was almost obsolete it's like i'm not going to school looking like steve urko like something <laughs> needs to happen here right so my parents did a good job at you know finding different things for me that were you know um suitable for what they could afford but you know growing up you know um in certain areas your parents just can't afford certain things you know right, so right. i said okay you know what i'm gonna make sure that i create a line that is for tall women um in which i'm still doing that today because i ended up you know dropping it but i picked it back up and i said okay um, I'm starting, you know, at 34, 35, 36, up to 39 to 41 inch inseams for women. So NBA is, WNBA is obviously my, um, you know, overall, you know, audience and clients. Yeah, but mm -hmm. I said, you know what? Why is there not a female, like, you know, shoe, pro, you know, shoe owner? And so, like, I started pitching the prototype because I'm a director for Nike. Um, and I started pitching this prototype, you know, through Nike. And um, they were, you know, they are, they are listening and their creative um, the development department has, you know, um, been listening, but mm -hmm. I haven't had any traction on it. So I said, OK, I'm 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 consistently in countries like Tokyo and China and um, now Europe It's like, why am I kind of staying dormant with this? If I can kind of take this into other ventures, because right. what I have noticed is that, you know, other countries are more willing to jump aboard. Um, why that is, I don't know, but they are willing to jump aboard very quickly, you know, yeah. for different ideas as long as the bottom line is met. Right? Right, right. And so I started, you know, having those conversations. So, yeah, you very well could see a particular um, design from us um, from all, you know, all different plethora from, you know, sports to, um, you know, even for women. So, yeah. When I get them, you got them. Ooh. <laughs> hey, y'all, man, I'm telling y'all, I'm smiling from ear to ear. 
if this still is uh, technically the month of August, um, this is the uh, month of the podcast anniversary. Obviously, I'm a Leo. Yeah. This is the great <laughs> greatest month of the world of them all. Besi- uh, I'm a Libra. Uh, I mean, y'all cool, I, you know. <laughs> high five. But anyway, I know, I know, world. I promise y'all, I'm not this. Okay, I'm lying. But it's just when you have a dope guest such as again uh, the, the great R.J. White here, just this doing great things for the community for a family for the game of basketball one thing i got from this is don't be afraid to do things that's not quote-unquote normal or things that might be uh not uh the unseen or unfamiliar so thank you thank you thank you thank you appreciate your support um like you i've been able to um for the past few weeks do a little more diving into uh, the things that you, you know, do you do offer um, as an owner, uh, as an entrepreneur? And I'm like, yo, okay, okay. So, um, like I said, I was telling the people at work, I gotta go, okay. <laughs> like, I catch up with y'all later because this is an opportunity. And I've said this on my show uh, before. Like when I have certain guests, hell of hot water, I'm gonna make that time. And this is definitely one of those ones because my list is probably laughing at me like, yeah, Murph always working. He, you, you know, he always working. He only re- record on the certain times and obviously my co-host who supports me as well. So I just want to tell you again, thank you for taking your time of your tight schedule. Um, I don't want to get the, the lawyer on me, uh, Mr. Lena. <laughs> yeah, Lena, right. yeah, don't get on. I, I promise you, I'm doing good. I still got five minutes left and maybe a little extra, but my point is I'm being respectable uh, or just being respectful uh, of your time and knowing like you said you do have a family and you do own a team and we could that's for next time that's for next time we'll talk about you know the the the, the future of the team and I know what's, what's going on so we're gonna say that for next time definitely yeah I got some I got some good stuff for next time um through, like, through the grapevine I am the only female, um, I believe, in history to own a pro men's basketball team in Europe. So you <clears throat> should be hearing more about that. Um, when when guys say I want to play overseas and I want a salary that's seven grand to twelve k, then I will be the person that will be, you know, owning uh, a franchise oh. of the sort. So oh. I am looking forward to a lot of great things oh. for twenty twenty one and twenty two. So, I look forward to coming back. <laughs> oh yeah, well you will be back, and uh, world, y'all heard it exclusively here on Why Not Sports. Don't be surprised when I have that my my bio professional athlete. You know what I'm saying? Y'all watch out now, but anyway, thank you. I I, I greatly appreciate it. Um, this was this was dope. Like I said, don't be afraid to to do things that's, that's that you love, that you got this burning desire to do or accomplish. Because your story in itself, and we haven't even, like you said, scratched the surface on, you know, the team and you know projections for you know the next you know couple of years. So you just kind of gave us a little bit, which is you know, which is what gets me even more excited. So for the world that, because. Uh, how rude of me I did not allow you to give your social uh, media handles for the world so if they have any questions or they just want to reach you and show support to your endeavors how can they find you so we are under Vipers Pro Ball like the snake V-I-P-E-R-S Pro T-R-O Ball B-A-L-L 
for all of our handles. Um, and Vipers Pro Basketball is our official name. So if you want to Google or search, it will be there. I am under the real, I believe, RJ White. So yeah, I mean, I encourage all entrepreneurs. If you have questions or concerns, you know, you can reach out to me. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Hey, y'all! I told y'all, man. We just we keep we keep finding ways uh, to connect and collaborate and network with uh, great individuals. Again, it's, it's, this is a sister out here, a woman in sports, doing great things. And whatever I can do to support, you know, you you know how to find me, and vice versa. If I just wake up and say, "Family, I'm gone," like we <laughs> we going, we gonna hoop. I get the icy hot. Get the oh ice. My. Get the I'm, <laughs> hey Vince Carter. We, we, we gonna full. have we gonna have the athletic director get you taken care of. All right, all right cool. Because Vince Carter <laughs> is my trainer. inspiration. RJ Vince Carter <laughs> my, my 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 inspiration. He did it in his early forties. I'm just asking for a game. I still got a couple of years before I'm forty. So there is still. <laughs> that chance that I can really, you know, do a little something. Hey, anyway. Ice Cube, Ice Cube doing it too, right? Oh, the Cube, the big three. Right? Oh, okay. So well, you got I'm, it. <laughs> okay, okay, that's what's up. I'm trying to dunk though. Cube don't dunk, but Vince Carter <laughs> still dunking. You know, I used to be able to do that. Anyway, world, this this for the next episode when I actually, you know, uh, show Miss RJ. I still got a little something left, uh, uh, left in the. Uh, in the skills level of the Department of Basketball. But for the first time, listeners, thank y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. The avid listeners, what up? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at IsDMurph. Uh, you can find uh, more information about me and the uh, the platform on www.dmurphspeaks.com. You can find the show on most platforms. And if there's not a platform, y'all know what to do. Hit me up. That way we can continue to gain that exposure. And similar to uh, Miss RJ, across the world, across countries, and license, and legally binding, all that good stuff. <laughs> we, I just don't know. But I'm going to keep putting it out there. But, uh, but y'all, I appreciate y'all. Until next time, keep grinding. Keep the faith. Yes.